Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Sam. Sam is a cosplayer who wrote me and said that she really enjoyed the podcast and she was about to embark on making her own Artorias cosplay. And uh, I've never interviewed a cosplayer for this podcast, at least not one that... At least that I know of. Let me say that. Um, be sure to check out the links. Her current website um, has some really, really great work that she's done on it. And I think that everyone should, should check it out. But more importantly, enjoy the episode. Yeah, so I feel like it's uh, semi-long, and I'll try to make it short, but I like to talk, so <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best. We've got anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. That's usually cool. my, my high side. Yeah, my no, high it won't. It does not take <laughs> I just feel like it was, it was a little bit of a winding road for me. Like, um, So uh, when I was younger, like middle school and stuff, I really didn't play like a lot of video games. I was more like I would read a lot, and I liked music, and I would play instruments and stuff, but I, I did play Spyro the Dragon on PlayStation 1 because okay. I loved dragons, so it was like this. Uh, the only game that I played and I was super into it, but then I, you know, get out of middle school and go to high school and I, you know, pretty much like lost it. But after college, I started dating uh, my current boyfriend, Phil, and he um, was always into the Elder Scrolls games and would play in college. I didn't really know what it was. And he's like, oh, this new one's coming out and it's got dragons in it and Skyrim and I bet you'd really like it. Um, and so I got it for him for Christmas and I got him an Xbox. We had, didn't have a console or anything. So I bought him the Xbox. He started playing it. I would watch him. And then long story short, I got really into that. Um, and he then having the Xbox started to see Dark Souls stuff popping up and was like, oh, you know, this, you know, seems like it's an RPG. Like, let me try it out. And he would start it. And I would kind of watch and be like, wow, that looks super hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I would just watch him get, you know, the constant like frustrated, frustrated. But I was watching him the whole time as he did it. Um, so then I started doing my cosplay stuff. Um, and I would be like, in the, the living room, like dining table area, like working on cosplay things. And he'd be playing dark souls. And I would literally watched him play through like most of dark souls one, like dark souls two. And uh, then he was like, you know, all pumped to get dark souls three. And we didn't have a console. So he finally got it and watched him play that too. And I had like tried to play uh, between like during my cosplay stuff, but it, it kind of takes up so much of my time that it'd be like, okay, I'll get in and like kill the, you know, asylum demon and then never go back for, you know, like a month and they're like, okay, I'll try to get back now. And then I forget all the controls. So it took me a while, but, um, <laughs> but finally, like last year, end of last year, we, we sucked it up and both bought ourselves some PCs. And of course I went and bought it and I'm still like struggling to get through the entire game, but I'm finally like Dark Souls one. I just killed, uh, oh my God, Quaylog. Okay. I just yeah. killed her. Down at the bottom yeah, of the so ring the second bell and I'm like getting ready to get my button to sense fortress. Um, but it's pretty funny. He he always uh, gets really mad when I'm able to do something really quick. Like, I fought Quaylog for the first time, like, this past week and killed her the first time I tried. And mm-hmm. he's like, what the hell? He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you better than that? I'm like, no, I watched you. Like, I watched you for years, like, doing this. I'm like, I learned from all your mistakes. <laughs> you know, so... It's interesting because uh, I talked to a lot of people who have done like who've watched Game of Two Dark Souls, like watching other people play, and uh, and usually that's not the case. Usually they 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 struggle with pretty much everything, um, even if they've seen other people do it. So it's nice that you kind of were able to look at him and see like, oh, these are the strategies that you use, and I will steal all of them so I can. Oh God, easy. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily, like, so then having like you know a little bit more like game experience, like since like with Skyrim and stuff, like obviously that's not the hardest game at all by any means, but you know at least like having more of the experience and like being on and off playing Dark Souls where it's like, okay, get a little bit farther each time. 
and do it in really small doses. And then, yeah, like learn from his mistakes. And, and of course I have to admit, you know, he'll like sit next to me and be like, Oh, Hey, go, go, go around back. That thing. There's a, there's a, there's a shiny over there. Go over there. You know what I mean? Like he's just like <laughs> encouraging me the whole time. So that also makes it a little easier. But. So what was it? Uh, what was it like, like playing these games for the first time then? Like, are they pretty dramatically different than the, the Skyrims of the world? Like, yeah, you have well, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the, for me, it's like, at first when I started playing, it was so nerve wracking knowing like, you know, you die and that's it and you might not get back. And like, yeah, it, it was like every different like enemy. It was like your hands start getting a little bit sweaty and you're like, ah, <laughs> you know, well, I don't know if I'm going to make it. So it was definitely a whole different experience. And then like, luckily, I think I also having watched um, Phil like struggle and like fail over and over when I did fail, I was just kind of like, okay, I don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, it was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> like when you lose all your souls you're like ah it's fine it's over there's nothing i can do and i just like let it go i just didn't want it to turn into like a super rage quit <laughs> that's the biggest but, lesson to learn right is that <clears throat> every death should be teaching you a lesson it's not necessarily a punishment that it's actually like, right. trying to show you what you did wrong uh yeah and it's it, eventually it just becomes like i think every person that plays dark souls if they play it for long enough eventually gets to that point where they just don't care about souls anymore they're like eh, there's always more i can always get right, more if right. i want like, more ah, souls. it's fine yeah. it's fine now at least the pressure's gone <laughs> i don't want to get back there but i used to be really bad uh when I was invading in Dark Souls, um, if you die when you're an invader, you you wake back up in your world, and you, your blood stain is right there wherever you invaded from. And uh, but it has all of your souls and all of your humanity. And if you're all you're doing is invading, if you're not playing the game, then you, know, right. you just rack up millions and millions and millions of souls. And uh, yeah. I would like I would like just kind of be on autopilot invading over and over and over again, and then realizing like at some point that I hadn't picked up my blood stain after dying. <laughs> so like there's 99 humanity and like seven million souls oh is gone. <laughs> And just not even blink an eye, just be like, yes, that's a vagrant uh, for someone. Keep going. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm quite to that level yet. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Do you uh do you participate in any of the multiplayer stuff? Like are you summoning people or um I no, invading? gosh no. I'm like I'm still a little too nervous to do that. I um I do summon Phil into my games in, in three because we'll just put the password on it. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I do get actually really nervous like when then we get invaded, because I'm I'm not used to playing like Embered Up or like as a heat because I just I don't I'm like I don't want to get invaded I'm just not going to do it so I, I try to avoid it as much as possible but he'll join my game and we'll get invaded and typically he'll like tell me somewhere to hide or I'll like jump out and just start like firebombing whoever's <laughs> and they're like what is this person doing I'm just like throwing I have like 20 in my stock at all times just for that I like save it up <laughs> so it's fun it's still I still get really nervous I'm like no I don't want to die right here but you know is it weird going backwards, like having played so much of three and then going back to one? Because, you know, the there's some quality of life changes there that are pretty difficult to, you know, like Dark Souls 3 is a very smooth game and there's definitely yeah, some, no, some corners I, on Dark Souls 1. Yeah, so I, I started, like, when I would first pick it up and start practicing, I was playing one. So it was the what I started with before three <laughs> came out. Um, okay. But then, yeah, I did pick up, like, once we got the PS4, I started playing three. And, yeah, it was so much smoother that when I went back on my PC to one, started up a new game i was like wow uh it takes me a long time to drink estes i'm like what's going on with this? <laughs> like this is like a good extra second it's a big deal so yeah I'm, I'm still getting used to that actually but um again like i'm i think in three like i am just about to go to the profane capital like i'm i irithyll dungeon even i haven't even gotten into yet okay um so like i just finished up irithyll and i'm like kind of deciding where i want to go next but yeah i i really need to like 
get myself more time to finish them up, to be honest. (laughs) 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 You got to take a break from the cosplay stuff and actually play some video games. Great. So luckily the past like two months, that's what I've been doing. I've been like cleaning up all my costume stuff and I'm like, ah, you know, thinking about how I'm going to get started on this next one. And I'm like, I'll just play a lot of Dark Souls in between. So (laughs) Good. That gives you a good excuse. Yeah. Yeah. It's typically my end of year deal is, you know, catch up on video games and, and chill. Yeah, that's the most exciting part of the year is I usually um, have a bunch of vacation left over. So just taking like a big chunk of it and like, I'm going to work on the house and also play video games all day. Yes. Like, uh, so that's the two things I'm going to clean and play. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm right there with you. I um as soon as I get a couple extra days that, you know, I don't want to like lose to, you know, roll over or anything. I'm like, I'll just take two off and work on a costume and play video games. That's about it. So, so the when you um, sent me an email originally, you were you were talking about the, um, starting an Artorias cosplay. Is that the one that you're about to start up, or is that the one yes. that you've been working on? Yes, that is still the plan. So I want to start with the Abyss Greatsword, mm-hmm. um, which is slightly daunting because I keep looking at all the art and I'm like, this is a really big sword. I'm like, but I need to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make. I'm not gonna skimp on this. So I'm um, starting there, and I really need to get like some better in-game like shots of it. Um, so honestly, my goal is like through this next like week to like power through more of dark souls one and like get into the uh, DLC and try to actually get to Artorias, which would be nice finally. Um, but yeah, I want to get just like some in-game shots of the sword and I need to start like actually mapping it out to scale and figure out what the heck I'm going to make it out of. Um, I really wanted to like cast it so I could make duplicates. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's awfully big. <laughs> so I might just have to make a one off and then we'll go from there. It is definitely enormous. <laughs> like I yeah. wouldn't even, uh, I, cause I've seen some Artorias cosplayers around or not seen them, but seen pictures and stuff because it's a, yeah. it's a popular thing to do. And it's just always like, how are you walking around with all of this much stuff on you? Like it just seems oh, like a yeah. lot. It is. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking too, I'm probably gonna have to make like all the armor out of like, I typically use Warblow, which is like a hard thermoplastic that you heat up and you shape it and then it cools off and it gets hard again. Um, but I think with this, I might have to use uh, foam, which is a really popular material in the cosplay community, just like an EVA foam mat. But I don't know. I'm not super comfortable doing it. I just thought that with all that armor that he's got, it'd probably be more comfortable if it wasn't like rigid and <laughs> poking sure. me in every direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm currently still, I do this weird thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm planning it out, but it's all in my head. Um, and so my friends are like, hey, can I see what you're working on? I'm like, oh, I don't have it drawn out. It's it's just in my brain. <laughs> you know, well, I'm, I'm still in that phase right now, though. That's how. That's actually what I was going to ask about is like what when you when you're approaching a project like this, especially one that's got to be very complicated. And I've seen and listeners, if you're out there, uh, definitely go look at the show notes right now and click through to go see the other cosplay stuff she's done because it's absolutely amazing. Um, no, thanks. <laughs> but uh, like it's, it's like, how do you even like approach this from a design perspective? Are you pulling game art and trying to like do sketches or like, how do you even like start? <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I'm going to relate this project that Artorias build a lot to the Diablo three crusader that I did um, in 2015 and 2016. I, for that, I basically took a bunch of in-game screenshots um, and a lot of it is like clipped or like not really showing. So I had to then take that and draw it out. And fill in all the gaps. So, like, fill in the parts that are, like, underneath your armpit that you don't see or, like, that are underneath the tabard that hangs in the front and just kind of, like, piece it all together, like, you know, what what you can't see. Um, so I'm planning on doing that, but I actually, I've, I've got a couple um, reference photos of Artorias that somebody, like, took from, like, several different angles. So I'm probably going to start maybe with that. Um, it's kind of hard to see, like, the greatsword, though. But in any case, yeah, I'm going to sketch it all out and 
trying to fill in all the gaps to see, you basically have to sketch out each individual piece and decide how it's even going to connect together. Um, Cause obviously like in a video game, it doesn't really have to connect. <laughs> and I feel like um, FromSoft is actually pretty good in my opinion about like making armor that looks like it's actually functional and actually like how it should be and has like the gaps in all the places where you'd need to like bend your leg or bend your arm. Um, so hopefully that should be a little easier than when I was working on uh, the Diablo costume. Cause that was quite larger than life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I basically have to sketch out every single piece, decide how it's going to connect, and then figure out what to make each piece out of so that it can connect smoothly. Is that purely like a mechanical process for you? Or are you at the same time that you're doing all of this kind of thinking about anything with that particular character or what that character means to you? Like, how do you, I guess, like, is there any kind of story ideas or any aspect from the game that influences the design of, of, of what you're building? Or is it just purely so, um, costumes? Yeah, well, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, a little bit of both. Like, I as I've been watching Phil, like, you know, play all the games and I'm like, Oh, what's that armor you're wearing? Like, that's really cool. Like there was definitely like a me just kind of exploring like what armor from the game that I liked because it was all really complicated. And I, I enjoy a challenge when I'm making a costume. I want it to look really big and I want it to be impressive. So there was definitely an aspect of just pure, like which one, do, like what armor set do I like? But then, you know, like looking at Artorias, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And then it was like, Oh, Phil, like, you know, tell me more about Artorias and like learning the whole, you know, story about like going back and you actually killing him and everyone thinking that he like, you know, saved the world and traversed the abyss, but really like had to put him down and it was you and like that whole story, you know, lore side of it Mm -hmm. that actually like made it a little bit more interesting and more like drew me a little bit more towards his armor set. Um, So specifically I am going to make like him after the abyss, not like a clean like version. So um, I was also thinking about like, what can I incorporate into the armor that might not visually be there in the game that could show like the abyss. And I'm actually thinking about like having some sort of like resin that I can like drip like down my arm. So it's like kind of like spewing out between the armor pieces. So I definitely want to like add a little bit of artsy like stuff in there, but Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess it's kind of like half and half, like what I like or like about the game and then half, I just really want to make the armor. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. Like if you see something, you're like, I could make that. Um, It's interesting. Like I, I find it, I found it interesting that you said that Dark Souls is usually pretty good about building actual like clothing because they they do kind of get some um, some credit in the community just for not having like really horrible horribly gendered armor. Like sometimes like armor will change depending on what sex you are in the game, but for the most part, like it looks the same on on both, which is which is really really nice. I'd imagine like with other games, it's it's hard to like pick out stuff like from that perspective. Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like um, <clears throat> a lot of the like. Skyrim armor like it just looks like ridiculous on a on a female figure mm-hmm. for example <laughs> um yeah it's um I'm also kind of curious like like how did you even get started doing this I know this is ostensibly a Dark Souls podcast but it's actually just my podcast so I can I'm just gonna ask you a bunch <laughs> of questions about cosplay too while we're here um but like what was the like original impetus for doing this had you seen other people do this before and you were like I got to do this or was it something that you just you know, you saw a video game character that you liked was like, I want to make that. Originally, like there was this girl I worked with named Tracy, who is A to Z cosplay on the internet. Um, I started working with her and she was like, oh yeah, I do cosplay. And I was like, what is that? And this was back in like 2014. Um, and she had a bunch of cool costumes and was like just getting ready to do her first costume with Warblow, which was the thermoplastic I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her that I'd always been interested in doing something like that. And she's like, wow, you should just try. Like, why wouldn't you? just do it. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's going to be expensive, which totally is. <laughs> Sucks <laughs> down into that money thing. But anyway, um, 
She's like, no, just do it, just do it, and it encouraged me. So I started looking up, like, what would I even make? And at the time, I was, you know, just getting into, not just getting into, but maybe I'd been playing uh, Skyrim for, like, a year and a half. And so that was what I was really into. And there was this um, artist by the name of Vulpin Props, who's really popular out of Atlanta, um, who made the Ancient Nord helmet, like, the female version of the Ancient Nord helmet from Skyrim, which is just, like, a big, kind of, like, rusty old iron helmet but has these giant like elk antlers coming out of the side mm-hmm. and i was like wow like that's badass i need to have one of those so <laughs> i was like determined to make that helmet specifically um and of course then i had to make the corresponding armor set to go with it so that was the end of my you know video gaming time like this we know it <laughs> <laughs> and uh were you were you kind of arsenicracy growing up like is that did you already have those skills kind of like, did you yeah, know how to I mean, approach this stuff, or is it a lot of YouTube tutorials? Um, so this stuff specifically, I, I was artsy growing up, as, as in, like, I was the girl that would draw dragons in middle school, and, you know, like, I, I went to um, college for graphic design. I'm currently a, a designer here in Orlando, um, so it is kind of, I guess, in, in my blood, if you will, mm-hmm. but um, definitely required a lot of uh, learning and tutorials and patience to, like, figure out the new materials. Like, I hadn't really ever like I you know like you have to take like studio art classes when you're going to school for design I did anyway because they didn't have like full design courses so I had to like fill it in with other like traditional art like painting and you know 3d sculpting and things like that but it was definitely a different like totally different experience trying to make something that has to fit on your own body and like make it to the right proportion and like match something that already exists but make it real you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I guess I guess yeah it was partially like in my background but it was definitely a new experience like getting into the different materials and and turning it into an, a wearable costume is it uh intimidating going to a franchise like dark souls that has such a a rabid fan base around like th- especially with artorius he's one of the most popular characters in the series like are you a little bit intimidated by putting those pictures out on the internet when you finish it or is it just one of those things of like you know the haters can say whatever they want to you and you're just gonna do no yeah i don't i don't care i put my heart into it you know like mm-hmm. so so I'm I'm no I won't be I won't be nervous about it at all. I'm pretty excited to get it going. Like I don't know, there's something about like you know working for months and and you know hundreds of hours like on a costume and then being done with it and putting it on. We're like I don't I don't even care. Like, this is so great. Like once you finally have it on, you're like yes, all my work is paid off. You know so. And then no, are you um, <laughs> like is your plan to visit like game conventions and things like that to in in, in the full load out if you will yeah yeah so i um i typically go to dragon con in atlanta every year just because it's an easy trip to like pack up the car and like drive up there and um, versus like trying to fly a bunch of armor <laughs> to like you know i don't know blizzcon <laughs> or something like that so yeah i typically go to dragon con um there's also megacon here in orlando that i go to um so honestly i'm expecting artorias to take me like i basically i do this on my free time so it's like only on like saturday sundays or after work um or if I get a holiday, if I take a, you know, day off to actually do my cosplay. Um, so that being said, like, I'm fully expecting Artorias to take me at least a year and a half. Like, I'm not oh, going to wow. rush it. Yeah, like, I really, really want it to come out great. So it's going to take me a long time to, like, pattern it out and, like, make each piece. Like, I don't want to mess it up. Like, typically what I do is I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna make a new costume for Dragon Con. So I start in June and Dragon Con's in September. And then in August, I'm killing myself. Just, like, <laughs> spending every waking hour, you know, like, sanding a piece and painting it and, you know, putting all the final details. So, I just, I don't know. I don't want to rush it because I want it to be, like, my masterpiece, if you will. 
<laughs> so yeah, so it's going to take me a while to get it out anyway. And um, I probably won't even, I'm, I'm planning to definitely have it done by like Dragon Con 2019, which is nuts. But like I said, don't want to rush it. So it'll be a slow process of like, here's what I'm working on on Facebook for the next two years. But, <laughs> Man, yeah. that has to be like, I, and I guess it's just because I'm so unfamiliar with this kind of stuff. Like I, I don't, I'm not a very like, I, I could barely write my own name, much less draw anything or um, you like, it, it's really just that bad. Like, you know, my handwriting is very terrible, so I don't even write in cursive anymore. I just write in black print so people can understand me. Oh God, I don't write cursive. Heck no. <laughs> um, but it's just, that's, it's astounding to me that it takes like a year and a half to make these things. And obviously like there's a lot of work and, in, and intricacy involved, but wow, I'm blown away by a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of people that I follow that do cosplay stuff, like they can get it done a lot faster. I mean, they typically have like, like I have a workshop in my garage. That's just like a work table and like a cabinet. <laughs> that's like where I work. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have like more of a dedicated workshop. They have more hours to put into it. So they're able to put out like super impressive stuff, like pretty quickly. Um, so I don't know. I, I know that I don't really have like that kind of like time or like, you know, the space to do it. So I, if I did, it wouldn't take that long because I would be working on it for 40 hours a week or more, sure. you know? Yeah. But, but you actually have to, you know, work a job and you right. know, have a life around right. that. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. I mean, it, you know, it, I feel bad because I want, I'm like anxious to like get it done and I want it done. But yeah, like I, I try not to compare myself to like the people who can do it really quickly just because I know it's a different circumstance. So, you know, it is what it is. It's like, I lost my souls. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, go, I guess going back to the games a little bit, um, like we, we talked a little bit about Dark Souls one. Obviously, you're about in the midway path of that, and, and Dark Souls three, you're, you're about to midway through that as well. Do, do you have a preference between them right now, as far as just actually just playing them? I think, I think I prefer three. I think three is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, and I don't know if that's purely just like how how like freaking beautiful the game is. I'm like, this is so great. Um, or if it's actually like, I do notice, like I said, like the mechanics are a little faster. It's a little smoother. Like it, I think that plays into it a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I think three is, is my preference, but I, you know, I got to finish them <laughs> to say for sure. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm like pretty terrified uh, about fighting the Lord of Cinder. So <laughs> is it, uh, I, I keep forgetting that you've like seen people, you've, you've, you've seen your man oh, like, yeah. play through all of this stuff. Like, is it, is that a big deal for you? Like, uh, I know a lot of people, I, myself included, like the first time I play a Souls game or pretty much any video game, like I don't really necessarily want to know anything about it. Like I kind of want to go in as blind as possible. Do you find yourself yeah. playing a lot of games like that? It's, I don't know. I, I mean, as far as like what, I don't know. I, I don't mind like knowing about it already. Um, I kind of do wish that it was a little bit more of a surprise, but at the same time, like I, I don't know if I could deal with the frustration. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm slightly blessed in that <laughs> you know i don't have to i don't have to worry about like oh what's gonna be behind this fog wall i typically know like okay i'm a, I'm, I'm all right through here you know <laughs> but, <laughs> my but, wife um, is my wife is like that when it comes to um like tv shows and movies and stuff she's just much more comfortable if she just knows what's going to happen so like we'll watch game yeah. of thrones and she's like i already know who's gonna die and i'm like that's fine just don't tell me like it's fine oh, well, so yeah that, that i don't want to know like i'm like i don't know who's gonna die in the show but you know if it's gonna affect you know you know, how sweaty my palms are. <laughs> then maybe I do want to know before I go through this door. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Sometimes I, you know, Phil will start leaning over and be like, hey, like, hey, go do this thing. I'm like, shh, 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 stop. No, let me do it. Let me do it. You know? <laughs> so, 
I don't know. There's a, yeah, it, it's okay. I don't mind it, but um, it would definitely be a totally different experience had I not seen any of it or not really known. Like, I feel like I, I honestly would have, um, I feel like I would have probably gotten sucked more down the lore rabbit hole, which I really enjoy, enjoy the lore and I try to like figure it out and piece it together. And Phil will typically like pose questions to me like, hey, what do you think uh, like of this? And he'll just like pose a situation of like, what I don't know, him like trying to fill in like the Ring City when the DLC came out. And I would just like spew something out at him that was completely random and like not based on any sort of facts or knowledge. And he'd be like, whoa, just because <laughs> just because it's like something he wouldn't think about because I, I was like completely removed from like what I knew of the lore so far. Mm-hmm. So I wish I could remember the actual like conversation we had. It was pretty hilarious. It was like um, just something about like, what's the name of the girl with the egg? I can't even remember her name. The girl with the egg? and um, The cracked egg and three in the ring. Oh, uh, Philidor. Yes. So he'd be like, oh, like, do you think that Filionor is like, what if she's just like an illusion? Or what if she like, what if it's a different time? Or, like, I don't know. What if she's just like fake? Like what if she's like totally fake? I don't know. It was like this entire <laughs> conversation. I don't remember what exactly again. I'm trying to make it up. But it was <laughs> it was definitely to do with like the Ring City and Filionor. And I just like blew his mind. He was like, OK, I'm just going to like bring all my theories to you because you don't, you know, necessarily know everything. So it makes me more, I think, like randomly open-minded if that makes sense to like sure, get him yeah. to think more about it i have a but, i have a an affection for uh pet theories that necess- don't necessarily have any kind of basis in fact at all right because, like yeah. you can get into some weird places like right, some, right. Like, i like so, to like hopefully be that like spark for him to be like well what if this what if this thing happened <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah that's awesome uh some of them i don't like like the solar is a worm theory is is really annoying to me like i just oh, really yeah, don't no, like I, that but uh yeah. but that's personal preference too because i kind of like solar and i feel like he could just be a character in dark souls one and you ne- literally never have to see him again and that's that's yeah. fine that's totally okay yeah. to do what's your uh, preferred build in these in these kind of games are you playing giant strength weapons or, or fast x weapons or are you a mage yeah um so i believe Actually, yeah, in both of the games right now that I'm playing, I'm doing just a strength build. Um, so it's just like strength, endurance, and vit that I'm leveling up, and everything else is just by the wayside. So um, I always just, yeah, like I I still have to have a shield. Like every now and then I'll like two-hand instead, but I, I pretty much just try to like have a lot of poise and like be able to take the hits, you know, with like maybe like a mid-roll. And I'm, I'm happy with that, <laughs> you know? Um, so... Yeah, strength, and I don't know. I, I always just kind of like, what sword am I using? I think I'm just using like, I might just be using like a long sword in one, I think. And I don't remember what I'm using it to. It might just still be the, uh, might still be the axe. I think I started as like a northerner in three, and I just started leveling up the axe that you start with. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> this is good. It's strong. I'm fine. That so, axe, um, my second build was a strength character because I, I made the mistake of starting with the mage in Dark Souls 3. Uh. And, and yeah, that was. <laughs> That was a bad time, um, but I started again with the axe, and it was just brilliant. Like I, I love that weapon so much. Like it's just yeah. a basic axe, but it's so much fun yeah. to use. It's working out great, so I can't complain about it at all. I mean, you know, the uh, amount of difference it made in the uh, the big the cursed rotten wood. I'm probably saying that wrong. The big tree fight, the big tree boss. <laughs> yeah, like between Cur- being a, a mage. Tree. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, between being a mage with a dagger, like trying to knock those like weird <laughs> pustules off, versus like being able to do it in one hit with a giant axe. I was like, yep, this is the way that I want oh, to yeah. play this game. <laughs> oh, I can still barely hit those stupid pus balls or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, gee, you know, like I'm running around, like trying to get. <laughs> then I like don't want to lock on, but then I swing completely backwards. That was a, that was a rough fight for me. <laughs> so- <laughs> 
was rough. <laughs> I like that fight a lot just because it's a it's just so different than a lot of the boss fights. Um, you know, Dark Souls Two has the complaint lodged at it all the time that it's like most of the boss fights are just big dudes with like normal weapons. Um, yeah, and I like. Any kind of boss fight that's just straight up weird, uh, even if it doesn't come together quite so well mechanically, I'm, I'm usually a fan of it. Like the Demon of Song in Dark Souls 2 is just so weird looking that I don't mind that it's super easy. And, um, you know, like the Curse Rod of Greatwood in Dark Souls 3. So, Do you have any yeah, like favorite yeah. bosses that you go towards? Um, I, I don't know, to be completely honest. Like I I feel like I've only fought so many that it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed just like, the gargoyles fight i know that's kind of like a lame one to say mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know i think they were pretty cool like just them like the gargoyles themselves like i don't know i think they're really neat looking and like there was like the whole like oh try to get his tail and like try to kill him before the fire one comes you know <laughs> that was fun um but really no i trying to just like rack my brain because i feel like you know i've watched phil play so many that like i'm like i know i haven't no i haven't fought them yet it's like, that's not me i'm just making that up in my head that I, um but even even from an aesthetic standpoint like do you, do you does one come to mind as being like the the best looking or the the coolest looking or what have you i mean artorius <laughs> <laughs> i should have known the answer to that you're right <laughs> i mean he's he's pretty badass um artorius and then like soul of cinder is like really freaking cool looking um like just like armor wise and stuff yeah um. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm at a loss. Otherwise, I, I know that there's more, and I can't think of them. Is it uh, <laughs> like when you're playing through these games? Obviously, you're you're watching Phil play them, play through them first, and you're kind of going back behind him. Are you um still trying to like? Are you trying to go through different NPC quest lines and stuff like that to make your game a little bit different? Or are you just kind of like, okay, I know that if I talk to so and so here, that they'll move there, so I'm just going to do that. Yeah, I'm trying to just like <clears throat> so like since this is going to be once i'm finally once i'm finally done it's going to be like my first like full like playthrough mm-hmm. i am wanting to like advance the quest lines that i know that i just want to get through like i definitely want to get um siegmeyer right he's the three i, I was like or is he sigward siegmeyer is isn't one yes Sig- no, wait Sieg- hold on word sigward is three sigward is three yeah i get them yeah. confused all the time too. yes so. i know me too and i'm like ah so i definitely want to get sigward through to like get him to yorm like i don't know i just feel like that's such like a sad, like he's going to like kill his friend and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to help you. So I'm definitely making sure I'm doing everything I can to like not drop off his quest line. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, no, like I skipped right past the mage. Uh, that's like up in the, the broken castle. There I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing intelligence. Like, see ya. Like, <laughs> like I'm not even going to get you. Into, <laughs> no, not even, like, not even worried about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, nope. See you later. So uh, yeah, like I'm not trying to do like everything right now. I feel like I'm mostly just invested in his quest line. Um, and then, like, I actually did um, get all, like, the extra level ups from uh, Yol. So, Yuri is, like, chilling at Firelink, and I do want to, like, I kind of just want to get her help at the end. So, I'm just going to probably stay hollow and, like, deal with it and, you know, get her hopefully all the way to the end. Going to get hitched um, midway through the game? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, when when does that happen? Like, I don't even remember. Like, I'm just, like, waiting for, like to like stumble upon her actually yeah and i just went and saved Henri too actually from uh wherever she was she was like stuck in the was it in the catacombs yeah yeah, in the catacombs. yeah, yeah. yeah i had to go like get him out of, i'm playing as a, a female so i had to go get him out of there mm-hmm. um but yeah um after you beat the boss of Irithil, you'll be you'll be pretty close to to wedding time um okay 
Yeah, that I'm also kind of worried about. But I don't know. I just watched Phil do a bunch of like uh, summons to like help people uh, to kill him. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how well I do. I don't know. Keep talking to Yuria. Yuria will just straight up tell you, like, hey, you're going to get married in the Temple of Enerlando. Like, okay, bef- cool, bef- yeah. Before you even find that there is an Enerlando in Dark Souls 3. Because I was like, wait, the Enerlando? Yeah, <laughs> Are we yeah, talking yeah. about the same place? This is kind of weird. Cool, got it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? That's the other thing, I too. I've been, like, freaking out, like, back in Dark Souls 1. I'm like, wait. I can't, I can't travel? Like, wait, when, when can I travel? <laughs> I was like, you got to get through Orange Sea. I'm like, God. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, the oh, it seems so far away. The so. fast travel system, or rather, or rather, the the lack thereof, is is really interesting to me. Like, it's they they really spent some time developing that game so that you know you have almost exactly the amount of Estus that you need to get from bonfire to bonfire, right. and uh, it's, right. And then you get that. Then you finally get the Lord Vessel, and you're like, oh, thank God, I never have to do that again. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm like warp. waiting. I'm waiting for that moment. I'm like, this has been such a pain. And plus, I like ah. Oh, so my thing that Phil always makes fun of me for is I um I struggle a lot with a game map when I start playing a new game. Like even like when I started playing Skyrim, which is like obviously much more simple to like get through towns and stuff. I like couldn't remember where like vendors were. I'm like where where am I? Like it took me a long time to finally be comfortable with it. So now with like going back to Dark Souls One and like finally unlocking all these shortcuts that like I know where they are and I'm like, I don't remember where that one goes. I'm like <laughs> I'm like struggling with like wait which elevator, uh, where Havel's elevator goes, uh, you know, and I'm like, trying to think like, how am I going to get back? Like, that's my one thing is like, why I think I'm freaking out so much about like the bonfires not being able to travel is I'm like, I don't remember where my shortcuts are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying real hard. Well, but. in your first time, it's, it's it can be hard <laughs> because you're like, I know that that door goes to yeah. somewhere. Uh, and there's stairs and then an elevator and then I cross the thing and then Andre's down there. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting slowly getting better at it, but I've definitely gone through that thing where uh, this is specific to Dark Souls one that first bonfire that you get to in the undead burg. You know, you drop back down from it like you can unlock that shortcut so that you can just go straight to the bridge if you keep dying over and over to the to the Drake. And I've definitely like been running through and just forgotten to do that and then die. (laughs) And you're like, oh, son of a bitch. That was a different game that I unlocked that. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that's one yeah. thing that Dark Souls punishes is trying to uh, rush through and you know try to skip past stuff because it's like nope nope you still actually have to do some of this not all of it yeah. but you have to do some of it right exactly um, another funny thing that's been consistently happening to me um, in both games whether I have three or one open is I'll be like you know in a new area and I'm like okay I'm having trouble with this guy like hey Phil like what do you normally do here or like it was I was just in the um, like in the sewers in Dark Souls 1 and I was like trying to get to that bonfire and I like went all the way through and I got the key and I like forgot to come back up um, to unlock the door to get the bonfire in the sewer. So I had died and I was like going to get my souls back or whatever and I'm like in that hallway where there's like six sludges that are going to like fall from the ceiling like (laughs) to go and unlock. And so I'm standing there I'm like okay. I'm like last time I'm like I tried to run through this and one of them fell on me and he's like no it's fine you can just like run kind of to the side and they won't fall on you. (sighs) so i ran to the side and it definitely still fell on me he's like that's never happened to me like anything that he tries to like advise me on it goes wrong in my game it's hilarious so that's my little punishment is like i kind of know what's happening but it never his advice like almost never works so i'm I'm trusting him that he's being honest you know he's not lying to me is that he's not just specifically trolling you (laughs) yeah like i'm like okay i'm starting to quit but i'm like no no i'm gonna put my faith in you phil you're not leading me astray. It's just screwing up in my game. It's not you. 
<laughs> but it's pretty funny. He he pretty much has to like bite his tongue. Like, I don't know if I tell you that it's not going to work. It's not going to work in your game because that's how it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's hard trying to coach somebody through their first playthrough of Dark Souls because you kind of, you kind of want them to fall into all of those traps that you fell yeah. into like you want them to get cursed in the depths or you, you know you you want to see what their their reaction when they come out of blight town and find you know the the horrible thing that happened at firelink um but at the same time you right. want to help them like you're like don't level up resistance you know make sure your weapons and shields are upgraded but you don't want to like tell them everything about the game either yeah <clears throat> um i feel like i mean phil's really good about not not just like telling me things that are important like not being like don't run down that hallway you're gonna fall down and get cursed like <clears throat> he doesn't remind me or tell me of that so that's mostly like if i get through to a certain point and i realize it's something that i think i know typically i'll be like hey is what i know true and i'll just kind of like have to gauge his face or he'll be like yeah yeah <laughs> you're right you know like <clears throat> he's trying not to spoil it but like since i've watched so much of him and of other people just like streaming or like on YouTube playthroughs. Um, I, I typically know where that stuff is. Um, so it's, he's, he's not, you know, he's being a good sport about it. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> has he actually, has he, has there been a situation where he said something and you've been like, no, 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 don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not going to not take that advice. <laughs> sure. Of course. Yeah. Cause um, it's, it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely helpful. So. Right. I think there's typically like, a, he'll be like, no, like, try to two-handed or like, don't use your shield or like, Oh, like kill that guy now. And I, I'm like, stop, st- st- you know, like, just like <laughs> gameplay choice. It's not really like, you know, need to know the things. We, we've been talking about dark souls one and three. Have you, have you taken the plunge on two as well? Or did I miss that I have, somewhere? I, I've played like the tutorial area of two mm-hmm. and I just, um, I feel like I actually got a little bit farther, but I don't even remember. Like I, I pretty much know nothing about two, like even having played like a little bit on the Xbox a couple of years ago, it, I, I didn't get through a lot of it and I, I pretty much just never went back. So I don't want to say that I don't like it because I really haven't had the chance to get to like it. Um, but I'm, I'm just not familiar with it enough to even say like, I don't even remember how far I got. Yeah. So is that one was, that you'll, um, uh, you'll think of go back to? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I will. Yeah. I mean, I have to try it out. Like at this point, like why not? Like I like one and three so much. It's like, it's, you know, yeah. Like what am I just going to never play it? <laughs> no. Um, I just want to, yeah. I just want to like prioritize like actually finishing a playthrough. <laughs> then I can go back and play two. You don't want to start all five games and just play them concurrently with one another. You know what? I should actually do that. I'm just going to go buy Bloodborne, you know, buy Demon Souls. And I'm just going to start characters and <laughs> That would be such a mess. Oh my god. Talk about not remembering maps. It'd be so lost. Yeah, that would be just a I would like actually like I I would I would that would be a fun kind of concept stream. Like if someone started doing that, like, okay, I got stuck in Blood War and now now I'm gonna boot up Demon Souls. Yeah. And like where am I at at Demon Souls? Why is none of why 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 do I keep trying to two hand my weapon when I'm trying to heal? Like because the controls are just slightly different. Yeah. Speaking of Bloodborne, I um that was actually one of my around when I started playing was when Bloodborne came out. Um, And I just remember that because I started watching Epic Name Bros playthrough of it while I was making, while I was working on the Diablo Crusader, which was like a really long time, like throughout summer and stuff. So, and I would like watch that and that game was like so stinking cool. And it might be why I like three Dark Souls three a lot is just because like the aesthetics are really similar, Mm -hmm. but I, so I haven't really played Bloodborne and Phil got it on the PlayStation. Of course, I obviously, because it's the only place you can see and get it, but so he like boots it up and he's like, let's play, let's play Bloodborne and just see how far we can get without dying. And then we'll swap 
<laughs> so we started playing this game. It was like literally just like boot it up, start a character with whatever it has, and just like run through until you die. And oh man, it was like that was rough. I don't know. Bloodborne's really hard. <laughs> like for me, like coming from Dark Souls, like nope, no, this is bad. I got to like just the first like big pack. Like I got up to like the first lantern, and then like to the pack of guys that are like down on the uh, nope dead. Like didn't even. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, if you, well, you go. Have fun playing the rest of the night. <laughs> if you haven't already figured out like how to play without a shield when you go into Bloodborne, I think that's probably the the, the biggest adjustment. Um, right. It's, oh man. Yeah, it's it's it can be really frustrating. Are you gonna Are you gonna go back to Bloodborne as well? You think after? Oh yeah. In a couple of yeah. years, when you're out finished wrapping all this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, like after you know two years for the cosplay. Yeah, like one year, another year for the <laughs> playthrough. Then I have to play two, and then <laughs> I have a long list. Like you know, I got a lot to do before I die. So. <laughs> Bloodborne, I, I, will, I will give you this. Uh, Bloodborne is probably the shortest of all of them, and two is the longest. So if that makes a uh-huh. difference to you, uh, because Bloodborne is is like its main path is, is pretty it's pretty breezy. Like it doesn't take a whole long time unless you die a million times on that path, right? Like that's well, it's going to take you the longest. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't realize two was actually like the longest game. That's pretty weird. Yeah, I when they. Guess. That when they went through back and added the uh, the three DLCs in, like those mm-hmm. are all incredibly like huge <laughs> areas wow. just by themselves. So yeah. well noted. Maybe I will skip to Bloodborne. We'll see. I mean, play two. Don't get me wrong. I don't want it. Oh, no, I will. <laughs> there's I will. like but a contingent of listeners out there going, Jeremy, don't you tell her not to play two? <laughs> I can oh just no, hear. no, no. I'm just I'm just trying to think like, okay, like how long is that going to take? Maybe I could just do it like as I make Artorias. I'll just like slowly get through two. <laughs> it's going to take the same amount of time. <laughs> Are you uh are you are you keeping up with like kind of c- current release stuff like are you are you waiting for a uh, announcement of a Dark Souls four or anything like that from From Software? I'm not like waiting on the edge of my seat or anything, but that'd be really exciting. Um, mm. I mean, you know, I really don't expect them obviously to like they, they've said like this is the end of like the series, this is the trilogy, but yeah, like the next you know Souls game, like yeah, I'd be really excited for that. Um, if I hadn't finished a playthrough, I might just skip straight to that so that I actually got you know my full experience without. You know, maybe I'll try to beat Phil to the end. We'll see. <laughs> you know, like, like I know, I know where that is, and, and you don't know what it is. That'd be great. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd be really excited about another game, and I would definitely try to do it without actually spoiling it for myself this time. Do you think you'd want like the same kind of medieval fantasy land that Dark Souls has been in in the past? I mean, or would personally, you see yeah, yeah, that's just kind yeah. of it's kind of your jam. Yeah, I mean, like the whole like fantasy thing like dragons medieval skyrim viking stuff like that's what i'm into like oh man like a viking game like that dark souls that would like that'd be my jam like that'd be so cool um i don't know i'm just like super into that whole like yeah like fantasy still sword and shield mm-hmm. and yeah it um kind of- it's almost there but uh there is lords of the fallen um if you're just desperate for that kind of aesthetic and a somewhat kind of a souls combat experience um, oh yeah lords of the fallen yeah it's not a particularly good game uh okay. but if you're if you're looking Fair. for that stuff and it's like they borrow a lot from the from the from like the warcraft aesthetic so it's like big chunky blocks of armor and things like that oh, okay gotcha um, yeah and then i mean i like that too oh yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's different you know it's just like a yeah it's not as obviously like grungy and like realistic but yeah i'm still into that like that's cool 
it's weird because um like with the Diablo 3 and uh is my wife and I play like an, just an obscene amount of Diablo 3, right? Like it's ridiculous, yeah. but it's a fun couch co-op game because we can play together. Oh god, yeah. And uh both of us are like really really into just making our characters look as like not flourishy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like so Yeah. I uh I was helping a friend out the other day. I don't remember what we're doing, but my monk loaded in and then he was like, "What are you wearing? Why are you wearing the most basic shit yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life?" And I was like, "Don't worry, like I just make everything invisible and plain. Like that's just my jam yeah. in these games." So. I do, yeah. No, I, I tend to do the same thing. Where like I get this like big armor set for my crusader, and I'm like, this looks really lame, and I just like change it to like the basic like black gloves. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, now, yeah, now with Diablo, I like have to always. If I'm a crusader, I have to transmog everything to be the Akan set because that's what my cosplay is. It's just mm-hmm. like this. Just like in Skyrim now, it's like I have to go collect all the ancient Nord armor, and that's what I wear. Like regardless of how how crap it is, I just need to go wear that. So. <laughs> It's funny. I guess new- as soon as I get the Artorius armor, I'm gonna have to do that too. <laughs> like, well, this is what I wear now. <laughs> the Artorius armor is pretty dope, though. Like, I'm not gonna lie; yeah, I mean, it's yeah, re- it's really really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> you can get it in three um, by going through some steps, and uh, it, in three, it's it's a little bit better animated, I think. So, um, oh you, really? Yeah. If it's if you if you want to look it up or or whatever on how to get it, it's it's fairly deep in the game, but it's it's probably one of the best looking. I do know how to get it already. That's ruined. That's spoiled yeah. for me. I, so. I kind of figured. But. <laughs> I won't spoil it for anyone else, but yes, I know how to get it. I, I totally will. I didn't realize it was actually like a better, like if it looks better on the, the model and I should just like skip over to three and, and get it there. Yeah. It's, um, I, I think it's just better animated. Like it just looks better just because yeah. they've, they've kind of gotten, they've refined their process down a little bit. Um, right. So, well, it's yeah. important too for like, if it's, if it's actually like animated better, that means it's probably sitting on the model better, which means it's probably going to be easier for me to dissect how to actually wear it. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty important. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, Sam, thank yeah. you very much for, for guesting today. This has been awesome. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, thank it. you. This has um, been great. Can you tell the people out there where they can find you on the internet, should they choose to? Yes, on the internet. I'm on um, Facebook, the most active, at Dova Design. Uh, I'm also just at dovadesign.com. It's my website with some portfolio pieces if you wanted to see, like, finished cosplay photos. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram, also at Dova Design. Hopefully that's pretty easy to remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all those will be in the show notes. So um, if people want to go check that out, I would highly recommend going to uh, the DovaDesign.com and checking out the um, that Snow White like night cosplay. Yeah. It's just like the topest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in the world. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, that was like, an interesting one. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that, that just, like, it just looks so, so damn cool, you know? Thanks. Thank you. Um, well, thank you again for guesting. This has been great. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find the podcast at don'tgiveupskeleton.com. That has links to all the social media, our guests, our host, our former episodes, every, basically everything that you could ever want from the podcast. Uh, we've had some like recent iTunes reviews, and that helps a lot driving us up the charts. iTunes is really, really dumb about podcasts nowadays. So if you can uh, log in and review, rate and review the podcast, it goes a long way. Uh, and I really appreciate that. And uh, you can always go to don'tgiveupskeleton.com slash contact if you want to be on the show. Thank you again for listening. And remember, don't give up skeleton. Okay, we're good. Woo! <laughs> I went so quick. I looked down. I was like, oh, 45 minutes. That's usually where I should end oh the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you again. This, is, this was awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. Thanks for having me. Uh, hopefully that wasn't too awkward. Dark Souls strange for you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like,